Welcome. This is the Word to Wisdom with John Straza, a teaching ministry that will build you up in the love of God's Word. And now, here's John. Hey, this is John Straza, and welcome to the program today. Thank you for joining us. We're happy to have you here. I kind of want to jump right in today. I'm talking about faith today. And some of what I'm talking about, I'm going to take out of my new book, Faith That Gets Results. And uh, I'll talk more about that book in the next episode. Uh, For now, I'm just going to take some of these parts and, and talk about them. Faith is a topic that many Christians have a hard time grasping. They usually feel that it's something that they should have, but don't have or don't have enough of. And it's a source of frustration. Some people will answer somebody's problem by saying that, well, you're supposed to have more faith or bigger faith. So faith is a bit of a problem when people talk about it. And there's a lot of misunderstanding. And that's actually why I wrote the book, Faith That Gets Results. Today, I wanted to talk about the heavenly perspective and that faith looks forward. These are concepts that are built into faith. Everything that God does, he does prophetically. He sees forward. He sees ahead. And when he speaks something or when he plans something, he sees it and he speaks it and he brings it about. He looks down the road. And this is something that we need to understand about faith. Hebrews gives a definition of faith that says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We don't see in our hands or in our lives the things that we are having faith for right away. We may see them very soon, or it may take time, but it's in front of us. We have to take a step or two or 10 or 20 or 1,000 steps till we get to that place where we have received whatever it is we're believing. And that's how faith works. Faith looks down the road. And I wanted to read a scripture out of Zephaniah. I love this scripture. It has saved my life. Literally, this this verse saved me. Uh, That's a long story, and I'll get into it some other time, I guess. But Zephaniah 3 verse 14. In this verse, the prophet Zephaniah is talking to the people of Israel, and they're in captivity. They're in bondage. They're being ruled over by someone else. They're not free. And God is talking to them. You have to see what's going on here to see what I'm trying to get at in regards to faith and how God works and what faith is all about. Look at this verse. This is Zephaniah 3 verse 14 through 17. And remember, these people are not free at this moment. God is talking to his people who are in bondage to somebody else, to another ruler. And here's what God says. Sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away your judgments. He has cast out your enemy. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall see disaster no more. In that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, Zion. Let not your hands be weak. The Lord your God in your midst, the Mighty One, will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. 
That is such a powerful verse. And what's happening is that the Lord is talking to his people who are in bondage, not free in their own land, and he's telling them to sing and to rejoice and to be glad with all of their hearts. It's amazing. The Lord wasn't talking about their sins here. He was talking about their freedom that they had not yet acquired, really. But as far as God was concerned, it was going to be. The Lord was prophesying to these people and telling them right here, right now, to start singing, start rejoicing with all of their hearts. And he told them why in saying that the Lord has taken away your judgments. He has cast out your enemy. This is what God said he has done. And in the middle of these verses, you see the words, and in that day. Those were days ahead of them. In that day, it shall be said to Jerusalem, do not fear, do not let your hands be weak. The Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one, will save And he'll rejoice over you with gladness. He'll quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. The Lord was painting a picture of freedom, deliverance, his love over them, his blessing over them, while they were still in bondage. Because God looked forward. And he was asking them to look forward and start rejoicing here and now for what's coming And this is what the Lord asks of us today, to be just like this. Let your faith look forward to the victory that is in front of you. You may not have it in your hands right now. That's what faith is about. You may have some trouble in your life right now. And the Lord is saying, I'm with you. I will save. I will fix this. Rejoice even. That's the part that got me. He's saying to these people who are in this state of bondage to sing and to shout and to rejoice with all of their hearts. This is such a powerful picture. And it's a good one for us to look at in regard to faith, looking forward and trusting what God is saying. He's saying this to people who are in a lot of trouble and are suffering a great deal. And they were suffering in this particular case because of their own sins. This happened in the Old Testament. God doesn't do that today. We were liberated by Christ from sin. And we are justified by faith. But what I want to bring out here that does still remain is that we live by faith. And in doing so, like the writer of Hebrews says, faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. What we pray for is not always in our hands right away, or we wouldn't be praying for it. We pray and believe for things because we don't have them yet. It could be any number of different things. You may have a a difficulty that has come into your life that you're praying about, or into your community, or your home, or somebody that you know. Or it may be a desire that God has put in your heart to build something, some sort of work, a ministry, a school, a, a, you know, a family, whatever it is. And you have to believe for that thing. And here the Lord is talking to these people in, in Zephaniah, and the first thing he says is rejoice, shout with all of your heart. That's the first thing he said. I don't think they even knew what he was talking about. Why? Why would we do that? Why would we start rejoicing now? Well, number one, because he said so. And number two, he tells them. He says, 
I have taken away your judgment and cast out your enemy. And you can look at that verse twofold and say, it's what he was doing with the people at that very time, which he did. He cast their enemy aside and set them free. And he was also prophesying well into the future that Jesus was coming and going to defeat the enemy, which was Satan, and set his people free. But the lesson of faith here is the same, is that we would believe God. Faith looks forward. It's such an incredible thought. Another thing I want to bring out in the scriptures from the New Testament about faith looking ahead, just like we see here in this chapter in Zephaniah, Jesus had to look ahead. When he was here, he had to look past the cross to get through it, I think, anyway. And I'm going to read a verse that shows that. Let me read the verse first, and then we'll talk more about it. This is Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. And the writer is saying, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And look at this. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Now look at this who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. This is saying that Jesus saw the joy going back with his heavenly father was that joy, the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross. He did what he did by faith. He saw what was in front of him, but not actually in his hands yet. He was not yet sitting with his father, having gone through the cross. He had yet to go to the cross. And this writer is saying that Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. He was victorious. He was victorious for our lives, for the lives of many. He brought victory and he had to suffer, but he he saw what was in front of him. And we have visions in our hearts. That's why this writer is saying, let's run this race that is set before us. You have visions in your own heart of what's set before you. And in a sense, there's a cross to bear. Do you get there? Or some sort of trial? And it's not even that God has put that trial at your feet. It's just trouble happens in this world. And the Lord is saying, I can take you through. That's why the writer says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our what? Our faith. There's not a person out there who hasn't gone through some sort of difficulty or trial or time like they're in the wilderness before they get to a victory in their lives of some sort or another. They may be building something and challenges come along. This is what I'm trying to say. And it's not even that God throws those challenges in front of us to trip us up. I don't believe that's the case. There's plenty out here in this world to get in our way. And we have an enemy that wants to get in our way, Satan. But in it all, in all the challenges that we go through, We look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And and the writer says, Jesus himself, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. But we are being asked to live by faith. 
And faith must look forward to the things that are set before us, that God has put in our hearts, to the visions that he has set before us, that we don't acquire right away, to the seeds that we have to sow and wait till they grow. If you're sowing seeds into a new business or into a new ministry or into something that God has put in your heart to do, maybe you're a missionary, maybe you're a school teacher, it doesn't matter. If God has put these things in your heart, you sow into them with prayer, with your actions, and you wait and you believe and you have the vision for that thing in your heart. That's why it says faith is the substance of the things you hope for. Faith is the substance of that thing that you're hoping for. You don't have it in your hand, but by faith you do. That scripture requires a revelation. That's Hebrews 11 and 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Even the prayers that Jesus gave to us, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. These are looking forward. Everything God did was looking forward. And I just wanted to bring that aspect of faith out so you could kind of see it plainly, that faith is about looking forward. And that's why I love this verse in Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, is that he's saying, let us run this race with endurance, the race that is set before us. Lay aside the weights and the sins that easily ensnare us. And let's run this race looking forward to a finish line. And in doing so, looking to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who on a much greater scale did the very same thing. He looked forward to the joy that was set before him and endured his cross. He looked to his father the whole time. He did what his father told him to do the whole time. And he knew that he came to endure that cross because he was going to be and is the savior of this whole world. Only one person could have endured that, and it was Jesus. But we too, living a life like Jesus, will endure hardship, will endure mockings, will endure people that don't like us, will endure people that think we're foolish. But our faith sees what's in front of us. That's what this is about. And we look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. That is just amazing. So I hope this has been meaningful to you. What I'm trying to say in all of this is that big or small, whatever you're believing for, you believe for it as something that is in front of you, be it five minutes from now or five days from now or five years from now, but it is in front of you and you believe God and you look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, and your faith in him and trusting in him, your faith is the substance of the things you hope for. And it's even the evidence of things you don't see yet. Faith says, yes, it is done. So it's in my heart to leave it there right now. This is so powerful. And I hope this verse in Zephaniah was a blessing to you, how God spoke so comfortably and beautifully to those people who were still in trouble, but not with him. God was saying, I've sent your enemy away. Rejoice. And I think the Lord is saying to all of us, in spite of what we see right around us, 
in spite of whatever fires are raging, rejoice because God has done far greater things. Rejoice, just like it said in Zephaniah, with all of your heart, be glad and rejoice. O daughter of Jerusalem, he was calling them children, and that's who you are. So I'm going to leave it there. And again, this was taken out of my book, Faith That Gets Results. And we'll talk about that book next time. But thank you for joining us. I hope this has been a great blessing for you today. And I'll leave these scriptures in the show notes and you can go over them. So thank you for joining us today. God bless you. We love you. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.